War Boys, the Morton Joe, Furiosa, steals the show. I hope they don't run out of gas, cause it's a podcast. Grab the ladle of gruel. <laughs> Grab the ladle of gruel. Yes, the ladle of gruel. It's good gruel fuel. <laughs> Gonna make you drool. That's right. It's <laughs> only one rule, and that's the gruel rules. <laughs> hey, everybody! It's me, Brent Cameron, and with me, as always, is Gary Butterfield. And this is Teenage Dirtbags. Hey, Gary, how's it going? I am so ready for this Teenage Dirtbags flashback classic. <laughs> it, it, how far of a flashback is this? Is this like '89 or something? Yeah. Oh, yeah, th- really? I think so. Like when it went, uh, 1990. 1990. Hey. Yeah. I thought this was earlier than that, but this is, this is an old song. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, people who don't know Cradle of Love by Billy Idol might know it better as the A side to Billy Idol's B side, 311 Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Oh my god. I looked at the uh, um I looked at the album listing and it was like full of terrible terrible song titles. Oh yeah. I, I like we'll, we'll we'll figure it out hopefully by the end of this episode like by the number of imbops that it is to the end of this mm-hmm. episode. But whether uh Billy Idol is terrible or just bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I will say I have a soft spot for Billy Idol because I I remember being a kid and dancing around to dancing with myself mm. and like i would i had like a uh god what's it like the sort of chain that you would have like dog tags on like and sure. i would wrap it around my fist and like dance around and like punch into the air because yeah yeah i thought billy idol was cool yeah i mean he's if, if you just looked at his album covers like he's definitely kind of cool Air, yeah. airbrushed like you know metropolis uh <laughs> things that he has as album covers which i, I really like yeah um yeah, I always, I, other than the, you know, obviously I, everyone knows the singles by this mm. guy. The idea, the conception of like sitting down and listening to a Billy Idol album is bizarre to me. Yeah, it's definitely got to be like one hit and then like a lot of real crud. 1,000%. There's no way Mark of Cain, which is on this <laughs> one, which which definitely, you know, if, if I had it handy, it'd be a good yeah. time to do uh, Venture Detective. Unfortunately, I don't have that book <laughs> nearby anymore. I might, that might have been put in a box on the move but uh, yeah mark 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 of cain mark of cain yeah and this isn't like a reference to legacy of cain no 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 it's the original bad brother (laughs) man um is that i mean to go back to like hansen like who do you think is the cain and who is the abel (laughs) which one is uh jesus yeah and which one's the third party which one which one's lilith who was like, yeah, who, which, um, I think I mean I is if anyone's gonna uh, honestly I can see the middle one killing both of the other ones. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, I mean it never happened, but no, no, I, I can see it though. It's weird. I can't stop. I can't not see it. Yeah, the um, yeah, those, those kids. Um, this is this is a famous music video. Is it famous? Yeah. I've certainly uh, seen it a bunch. I remember it being on like VH1 late night or whatever. Yeah, because it's ki- it's famous because it's kind of sexy, mm-hmm. and it came out at a time a lot of boys were pubing out. 
Sure. And <laughs> like as opposed to like now, where not so many not, boys pube. Yeah, no, there, there's been like it's a real children of men situation. Um, few, fewer pubin, you know, yeah. more tubin. Um, yeah. The uh, less you tube, more you pubes. Less you tubes, more you pubes. Um, but the reason why I think it's famous is because when you Google it, you find a lot of like supplementary material. Oh, is like, that true? A lot of stuff about this actress, uh, who the star of this, Betsy Lynn George. Betsy Lynn George. That's a name. Yeah, yeah. She she, uh, she got interviewed for for this whole thing. Um, she uh, uh, was in Twin Peaks. She was. Well, who was yeah. she in Twin Peaks? Um, let me let me check on the old IMDb here. Uh, so yeah, Please. Twin Peaks shows up as in in her credits here. Was she not an actress in it? <laughs> She's uh, just she was an extra in Twin Peaks. Yeah, that's oh she was a she was a teen model. Hmm. Uh, okay, so really stretching. Yeah, really, 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 really stretching that. So she didn't do very much acting. She seems like, based on this interview on Noble Mania, who this guy who is clearly like horny as shit for her when he was young, like interviewing yeah. her, like he's not gross, but like in this interview, but he just the kind of questions he asks. Yeah, you know. Um, but according to this interview, she seems like she's doing good. Okay. Um, she's got an Etsy shop. Oh, okay. uh, she has three kids. Good for her. Her thirteen-year-old daughter likes the video and teases her about it. Sure, uh, sure. Because her thirteen-year-old daughter is apparently a talented flautist. Oh, okay. Um, you know, and they, she did like a, a recital of Cradle of Love. <laughs> <laughs> um, after this video, uh, she went on one date with Billy Idol. Okay, uh, okay. And, that's one too uh, many. Yeah, it's, yep, and he was he, no sparks, and he apparently was fine. And okay. he wasn't on the set because he had broke his leg in a motorcycle, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. That's why they only shoot him from the waist up in the form of haunted animate pictures. Yeah. Like or Billy Idol is a portrait man, sir. Yeah. He, is, he, uh, he, he can control flat images of himself. Yeah. That's a cool power, man. Especially if they're somehow like, like, um, somehow related to, to, uh, oh God. Now I can't, never mind. Forget I said yeah. that thing. It's, it's, it's all right. Um, this is a video, too, where it tells a story, but also uses film clips from a movie called The Adventures of Ford Fontaine, or Ford Fairline, which is an oh. Andrew Dice Clay movie. It, it, show, it has clips from that? Yeah. Really? According to, uh, to Wikipedia, and we kind of buried the lead, do you know who directed this? No, who? David Fincher. What? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, this is early. Uh, this is some pre-Aliens three David Venture. Yeah, yeah. Well, this video is really weird. Yes, yeah. There's a lot, lot going on. Like um, I understand, like what they're kind of going for, but it's like it's done in such a like shitty way. <laughs> yeah, there, there's uh, this is like a bunch of dumb stereotypes and a bunch of just weird reactions. Uh, yeah, from people. I mean, how how do we want to start? Okay, um, uh, at the beginning, perhaps. Well, let's let's before we get too far into it, just so we don't interrupt our flow. Let's start with which of these two Pokemon is tastiest. We got a bit of Snorlax, and we're gonna make some Big Max. Gonna take a spinner rack, then we're gonna add some flax seeds. The bell sprouted in my belly. At two with some Togepi, aromatics with my stunky spoink. Rushes with my jelly, peanut butter with my Bonsley. 
Mime Junior Pate is my one wish for a Gonzo walking sandwich. Served hot or tepid, ghastly full of lipids. We're gonna use science to determine which pokes are delicious nutrition dishes that fulfill your gourmand wishes. So sit back, have a drink, the wait will be with you shortly. We gotta snack them all, we gonna get so portly. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, Igglybuffin Tops. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So, so this thing that fully takes up about half of our runtime doesn't actually interrupt too much. Let's let's hope. There we go. Um, so here here we got a more conventional one for you. Okay. okay. Brayden, which Pokemon is tastiest? Talo, or in making his first appearance in the tournament, weirdly enough, Pikachu. Um, but I should oh, let you know man. that this Pikachu, the image that came up, he is wearing Ash's hat. So if that well, influences you. Uh, it might. It might. We'll see. Oh, there he is. Cap Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And Taylor. Taylor Swift. Yep. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Shake some salt. Shake some salt on me. Shake some salt. That's Taylor Swift. Boy. Boy, this is tough. This is uh, this is probably I think in this this is the toughest one we've run into because you have a bird which is classic good eatings. Yeah. And then you've got electric mouse. And yes. And we, I, mean, we, I think we talked a little bit about like what it would be like to eat an electric. Yeah. Uh, thing. I mean, I mean it, it seems dangerous. Dangerous uh, but potentially like extra but, delicious. But I feel like like you know how Pikachu has that or uh, you know how sometimes you look at a baby, like mm-hmm. a human baby, and you're like, ah, you're so cute, I want to eat you up. <laughs> sure. Uh, I feel like Pikachu has the same thing going on. Like, I've been looking at those rosy cheeks and then been mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I want to put those in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, um, And it might start as, like, a, a, a little, like, cute kiss. Yeah. You know, it was only a I, kiss. It started like this. Yeah. It was only then, a kiss. And then it, then you eat. Yeah, but you you bite it, or you know, you you kiss it, and then you're like, you, you taste your lips afterwards, and it's got that like uh, antifreeze flavor to it, and you're like, oh my, I want some more of this. Yeah, <laughs> Brayden like. Uh, I, I, Taylor, straightforward, I think would be fine. Yeah, I, I think. Can can I can I throw two wrenches into this, please? Just because it's so one, I want to draw your attention to Taylor's very funny defiant. Expression on his face. Yes, on Volpia. It's one of my favorite like, drawings on this. Like it is. It is kind don't of. Don't you like, me? Like <laughs> the good feathers. Yeah. Like, in a sense, like. I, oh, you gonna come over here? You're gonna put you put me in your mouth? I don't yeah, think so. <laughs> the uh, the second thing is, I do feel like the hat has to be in play, and if you eat Pikachu, you have to eat at least a little bit of the hat. But I, you know, that hat's probably covered in like ash sweat. So, like, Possibly. I feel like that could add some additional flavor to it. Salt? You know, Salt? unless, like, you know, Thunderbolt or whatever sterilizes it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is a risk, too, that Pikachu could go crazy and, and then uh, I could have a seizure from it and then it all could get blamed on poly- Porygon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, any, any of these things could happen. But I'm going to stick with Pikachu. I think Pikachu is going to be the tastiest of these two. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I would also, and, and like, there's no real good reason why we don't eat mice. Uh, yeah, I think it's just because they're not worth it uh, calorically. Yeah, they're too small. You don't want to catch them um, all. 
yeah. and eat them. You know, you can, I can imagine a bunch of mice on a skewer, but even then, like, there's too many bones and stuff. Like, there's not enough meat. Yeah, you're, you're just going to have to eat it whole and hope for the best. Yeah, yeah, and just swallow, like yeah. an owl pellet. Um, you know, and then, and uh, yeah, so there's no reason. And this bird's not going to have a lot of meat on it either. We don't eat, like, tiny, tiny birds. We don't eat starlings. Well, that bird know? is five pounds. Oh, that's actually a pretty pretty hefty chunk. I but Pikachu is also bigger than the average mouse. So that's true. If a mouse was the only reason why you don't eat mice is because they're small. If a mouse was like the size of a cat, of course yeah. you'd eat it. He's a thirteen pound beefy boy. Yeah, that's that's a lot of meat. It's a lot of succulent, <laughs> succulent meat, dude. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Are we back in the cradle? Yeah, let's let's rock this cradle of love. Yeah. Um, so we start off in a very classic, I mean, I can't believe this is May 1990, because we are in a very 80s apartment. Like, this is where Otho lives from Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, like, it's way too big. It's very modern and minimalist. And, uh, yeah, it's great. The the art that's on the walls, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and uh, we are introduced to our nerd. Yeah. Uh and he is on, you have to freeze frame to really see it. He's on his computer looking at a wedding invitation he's received. Yeah, he's, it, clearly it's the turn turn of the century. Uh, we're in the future now where people are sending wedding invitations via email. <laughs> Which still hasn't happened for some reason. Yeah, it happens um, very rarely. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, now, and then no music has started yet. Um, he has a thousand locks on his door. Here's a knock on the door. Yeah, there's some classical music playing in the background. Oh, you're right, actually, yeah. Yeah, because he's a nerd. Yes. Introduce the hottie. <laughs> what is her name? She says it. Um, I, I don't remember. I can, I can, hopefully this finds out. What is, uh, does this say who she played in the Cradle of Love video? Um, I think she Devin. says her name is Devin, yeah. Her, her name and is her, Devin. Her mom lives down the hall. Yes. Uh, and she is here because she wants to use Nerd's tape player. Which is amazing and yeah. so dumb. Like, <laughs> now, off the bat, you're looking at her, you're looking at the, oh, let's start, you're looking at the Nerd. He's probably, what, late 20s? Mm-hmm. Imagine Eugene Levy 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, late 20s, maybe 30. Yeah. Uh, she, 15, 16, maybe? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we can, we can find this out. We can do the math. This is shot in 1990 mm-hmm. um and she was born in 1971 so she was 19 okay so she's actually 19 but the signaling is that she's very young yeah and like, and she's got a kind of a like desperately seeking susan madonna fingerless gloves like asian jacket yes like uh, she's yeah. supposed to personify the boner <laughs> like there, there's no there's no part of this that is not supposed to get you or this nerd sprung and it, it's amazing to me because she just, like, it's the use of slow-mo when she pulls out the tape. That's, you know, again, mm-hmm. it's been copied off the radio. That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's why the nerd's so nervous. He yeah. thinks the feds are going to bust it at any moment and get his bootleg Billy yeah. Idol tapes. Because this guy clearly already has his album because he has a wall-sized picture of Billy Idol in his apartment. It's true. <laughs> uh, there, there's no way, like, all these guys are, and then you look and see... His gigantic Billy Idol painting, and uh, yeah, and I, I, right when he he comes up and asks, uh, "Can I help you with that?" with his finger out, like in a very nerd way. It's the only way you get a, a good shot of his almost matching his shirt colored vest that he's wearing. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, she puts on the tape, and Billy Idol well, comes to life. Oh, before we get to that, oh. he asks, "Can I help you with that?" And then she turns around, and there's like slow mo pitch shift her voice. So oh that yeah, she goes, she's like, "No, <laughs> give us a smile." Like she turns into the, the demon from fucking Slumlord. Yes. Um, yeah, you're right. That is very weird. Uh, strange choice, Fincher. Yeah. Um, the uh, so the, then she puts in the tape, and Billy Idol comes to life. Right. Uh, uh, multiple Billy Idols. He has many paintings of Billy Idol in his apartment. Uh, I think he's just got the one, but he, Billy Idol takes over the rest. Okay. <laughs> he photomances into the rest of the, <laughs> yes. the things. Um, he cannot go into the digital realm, however, because the nerd is being a very bad host yeah. and is just trying to continue to read this wedding invitation and do spreadsheets and shit. Well, to be fair, I, I feel like that's the good host thing to do. Like, he, he goes and cleans up a little bit. He's now mm. expecting company. Yeah. But she immediately makes herself at home in a way that, like, I feel is <laughs> is really too far. Like, she kicks her shoe into in, his fish tank. She murder. yeah, she, she definitely stanks up his fish. And also, like, at first I worried about that and I was like, man, poor fish. But then I thought, those fish are going to be fine. Poor shoe. Yeah. You know, like, the, the, who's, who's this hurting? I know, I, but at the same time, she's gone too far. Like, she's already, in my opinion, has overstayed her welcome. <laughs> yeah, th- this is, uh, especially given the, the way this ends, and I'm not saying, you know, with the assumption she's an adult, she's acting very provocative. That doesn't mean anything, no. you know? She doesn't, she doesn't owe this guy the weird, uh, aggressive blowjob posture that she does, you know, just because yeah. she's, she's being like that. However, the fact that she's just here to, like, fuck up his fish dance give him a boner and leave is a little fucked up well that's i mean you know it's one thing she wants to dance and listen to that tape whatever that's weird but like she helps herself to his wine Mm -hmm. um you know she she just that's throwing his clothes everywhere she's extremely rude she's she's like billy billy idol billy idol doesn't have respect for authority either Yes, you know, but at so least he, he keeps his lack of respect inside the inside realm a painting. of paintings. <laughs> yeah, at least he's confined to the two D dimension. Yeah. You know, so this nerd is so so freaked out by her rudeness that he's hiding in his room and he's watching because she's she's hot and she's stripping yeah. kind of. Yeah, you know, but he's also like really put off, and I I relate to this as somebody who is like you know I'm a sexual being, but at the same time, if somebody comes on extremely strong like this, like it's very easy for me to like shrink into a cloister yeah you know? I, I guess like that would uh, I, my reaction to a lot of this is just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> it's very weird like, like you, can, you, let's why talk are you at this. my house dancing like this <laughs> yeah like let's 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 talk about this for a moment yeah. lady you know um so he's pacing she's dancing she's shaking her shit he he just can't handle it. He's going into a, a horny nervous breakdown. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, through this. This is when she gets out the wine. Uh, that's not going to help, you know, with, with her manners. No. <laughs> by any means. And this is where he thinks it's too far. He comes up, pokes her on the back to just be like, you know what? I was saving that. Like, that's actually expensive good wine. I'm going yeah, to like, wedding. Yeah, you, you shouldn't. One, you're too young to be drinking legally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even at her actual age, not even the like seventeen or sixteen year old she's supposed to be portraying. Yeah. Uh, tapping on the the her on the shoulder uh, scares her so bad that she spills wine all over her tits. Yeah. Immediately rips off her shirt and gives it to him to wash, as if he know what to do. Yeah. Um. Pretty pretty fucked up. He's trying to clean it in the sink. 
as she's walking to him in her bra, this is when you, when you talk about Billy Idol taking over the picture, he goes yeah. into a painting of Marilyn Monroe and begins yeah. to choke her. Well, that's I watched this a couple times because that's what I thought at first, but it's just Marilyn's hand stays there the whole time, like around her own neck. Is that uh, Marilyn? Oh, um, okay, let me... Uh, I'm watching it now in... In, in frame here. He just has his um, arm around her shoulder. You're right. Like, he, had the, a, he had four identical paintings of Marilyn Monroe choking herself. Yes. <laughs> this guy is not innocent. We need to stop giving <laughs> this guy the benefit of the doubt. Right. No, I'm with you. Yeah. The, um, this guy was into some shit. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, I start to... I don't understand, again, we run into a logistic problem where I don't understand how... is the guy have blinds on the inside of his own apartment yeah, that he's like go into through. his bedroom so again not not innocent here yeah <laughs> you know this guy is 100 percent into hiring people to have sex in his bedroom and he watches like there's there's literally no other option but again she's just supposed to be listening to a tape and she just goes right into yep. his bedroom throws the blankets and cover like yep. the pillows on the ground kicks them she's yep. walking around with one shoe on yep. like it's just rude it's it's just the, the the cradle of love as a space is extremely rude like if you imagine this as as a cradle mm-hmm. it's got to be one of the rudest cradles it's it's a very rude cradle like you know most cradles are pretty polite you know they got like pink bells and stuff like that or they're like kind of functional you yeah. know, you don't see very many uh, you know cradles that just have confederate flags and middle fingers all over them you know and this yeah. is even ruder than those this is the rudest cradle <laughs> this is the all lives matter yeah uh, <laughs> the cradle of love. now at some point nerd realizes that there's billy uh idol magic yeah going on the idol thumbs are the devil's uh play things and he tries to turn off the stereo because he realizes that is what is turning her into a rude horny elemental and turning him into a nervous horny elemental. Yeah, and he's he's terrified. Uh, he unplugs the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The stereo. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. The this magic. Is a, this is, is a great time for for loved it or hated it. Loved it or hated it. <laughs> because i have a question for you Brady. okay yeah uh as the eldritch being that billy idol clearly is in this this song yeah uh why does he want these two particular people to breed what advantage to the Swishmaster? you know I'm, I'm gonna assume that this is a uh a similar situation to um uh devil's advocate uh with okay. keanu reeves and al pacino are you familiar Oh, I very much so. <laughs> okay. I, I kind of love that movie. And uh, spoiler alert for those of you who aren't, uh, please go ahead and skip ahead about a minute. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the film, it's revealed that uh, Al Pacino wants uh, Keanu Reeves to have sex with his sister, uh, mm-hmm. who he just discovers is his sister like that scene. So it's not like, yeah. you know, they've been friends a long time. Uh, in order to, to have, you know, to, to get him into the earth, I guess. Yeah, to, to to have some kind of second coming. Yeah. So is this like Billy Idol really needs a keyboard player? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's and he's willing to wait at least fifteen to twenty years. Yeah, well, I mean, for for Billy Idol, he's going to wait like twelve years and then just make the kid do it. <laughs> and we, we've learned that twelve year olds can play keyboards. That's true. Very recently, it's true. Yeah, it only takes a few umbops for them to grow up, and then, <laughs> and then and they're ready to join the band. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
Um, but like when he unplugs the stereo and it won't stop the music, it only makes it louder. Yeah, so um, loud that it shakes plates off of the wall. Yeah, his his series of decorative plates hung up over modern art. And he's sweaty and he's upset. Yeah. And like, quite frankly, at this point, I'd be freaked out too. Like, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty. Something bad is happening. Yeah. And then she does her demon blowjob crawl, like towards him. That is like just like the lady gremlin from Gremlins. It, he and he and he looks, <laughs> and he's sweating and he's terrified because he doesn't know what this, what kind of blowjob this is going to be. Like this is like a demon blowjob, probably. Yeah. And then she actually kisses him, yeah. laying it all on the table. And and somehow there's a fan on while she's doing it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that finger touch. Like, maybe that's. I mean, that could be an even better extension of uh, Billy Idol's powers. Is that he he controls the entire electrical wind, like <laughs> all the all the systems in the house. Yeah, he's like once you invite him in, he controls it. Now, here's the thing: he wants them to have sex. Yeah, uh, to create a second coming. Yeah, um, they don't have sex, uh, and when she leaves, the painting of Billy Idol smirks. Yeah, which makes me think that she kissed him in order to insert an egg into his stomach. That's probably the case, yeah. yeah. It had to have been something like that. Or or she just deemed that he was an unworthy uh, host. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, she kissed him and she could just taste, like, this This man does not have a strong enough seed to provide yeah. the keyboard <laughs> that Billy Idol needs. Yeah, this cream-colored vest-wearing guy <laughs> who Super nerd. desperately needs yeah. a haircut. Like, he thought maybe he'd be one of those, like, when the, the sexy librarian, you know, it's like a librarian that she shakes her hair down and she's, like, super hot. Yeah. He's just the librarian. Maybe, like, the librarian shook her hair and just nothing happened. Yeah, exactly. You know? Uh, and then this, like, weird scumbag shows up to ask for her. He is weird on a level that is hard to explain. Like, yeah. He's, <laughs> he, like, he doesn't fit, like, a fashion type that I'm used to. He's apparently 90 feet tall based on the way that <laughs> the nerd is looking at him. He looks like one of the warriors to me. He he does have a warriors thing. Yeah. But, you know, he's wearing a big cross on his shirt, so clearly he's working against Billy Idol. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's going to go uh he is an exorcist. Yeah. He he is he is on on set from Teen Exorcist. Well that's the thing. Here we go. He's wearing that neckerchief. Do you think it's possible this is a vampire suit? Invented by a vampire? Yeah. yeah. I, I I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I think that he probably, because we don't know that this guy wasn't in the uh, What Is Love video. (laughs) (laughs) He could have just come right from over there. You're right. This very much could be um, Faraday or whatever his name was. Yeah. Hardaway? I don't remember. Hardaway. Yes. A Faraday. <laughs> it's a Faraday you, you cage. Can, you, can, you can technically not get shocked if you're in a Hathaway cage. Yeah. <laughs> what is voltage? Maybe don't hurts me? Yeah, yes. hurts. Boom. Uh, boom. And good night. Let's just Kinda wrap this up. Kind of proud of that one. <laughs> kind of proud of that one. That's a good one. Um, uh, so, so he's going to take her and probably recruit her for Hathaway. Yeah, yeah. You know, And Hathaway, we kind of established, is a good vampire because there's an evil vampire in that video. Or am I thinking of uh, I will do anything for love? Won't do that. There's a lot of lot of vampire mythos on this show. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, sexy vampires. I don't. They sell. They sell exactly. I feel like a vampire is a really easy way to. uh, It's like shorthand for sexy. Oh yeah. And when you're only working with like three to five minutes, you got to get it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, That sex has got to sell. That sex has got to sell. 
Um, so that's pretty much. He just she just asks if Devin. He asks if Devin is here. He nods terrifiedly. Uh, she comes up, kind of flirtily says goodbye to to Cream Vest. Yeah, and he closes the door, presumably to like jerk off and cry. Yeah, there's definitely going to be crying. Yeah, like I assume he's still kind of turned on because that was a theme. Yeah, you know, for the whole thing, even though he was definitely scared. Yeah, you know, but I think that there's probably uh, still an erotic. Yeah, sentence. I feel like it, it's got a bit of a like um like a monkey's paw wish fulfillment like. Yes. Element to it where it's just like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was probably, and, and specifically, you know, now that I, I did that frame, freeze frame on the, the that frame frame mm. uh, on the wedding invitation, yeah. is he was probably looking for a date for that wedding. Yeah, he wanted to start slow. <laughs> <laughs> just bring a 16-year-old to a wedding. Yeah, really freak out the squares. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the, like... I mean, like, I, I, I will sometimes go to a friend's wedding and be a little jealous. Sure. Of their you know? of their 16-year-old child brides? Huh. Yes. There, yeah. I, I, there is a, multiple references to child brides in the lyrics of this song. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really talk about the lyrics. We should probably get into that. I, I feel like that's yeah. all I needed to say. <laughs> yeah, and it's pretty much the cradle of love and how it doesn't rock easy. Yeah. Which, like, to me that implies it's not like you shouldn't rock it. Yeah. It's that it's kind of hard and it's a cool challenge, kids. Yeah. Like, if if you're 40 and you see some 16-year-old booty that you would like, go for it. But it's not easy. It's not like... It's going to be difficult. People are going to chastise you. Yeah. For this. Just be prepared. Uh, Because you're a monster. (laughs) The, uh, the When the rebel took a little child bride to tease, yeah, so go easy, yeah. Oh, but he says it burned like a ball of fire. Is this song about Buddy Ho- Buddy Holly? I do. Uh, <laughs> Jerry Lee Lewis. Um, what's it said? Yeah, Jerry Lee Lewis. Is this song about Jerry Lee Lewis? Maybe because isn't that he married his like fourteen year old cousin? Didn't he? Cousin, yeah. And and here here's a line here where it says, "When it comes to cousins, get to snuggin'. The cradle of love is a sexy good time." Huh? Holy shit! It is about Jerry Lee Lewis. Wow! I, I made up that line. But I think that, you know, saying that balls of fire fire thing makes me think maybe it is, you know? That's weird. And this does not sound like... This is a song that is a song about the admiration for Jerry Lee Lewis, but not for his music. But <laughs> for him betting <laughs> his, his 14-year-old cousin. That's weird, Billy Idol. Yeah, I wonder if... You're weird. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. That doesn't seem right. I feel pretty gross about it. I... I yeah, I don't like it at all. That's very funny. Yeah, we cracked it though. This was some good like bonfire side chat lore. Reading. Yeah, yeah, we did some. We did a deep dive. We got uh, yeah. you know, uh, illusionary wall to come in and explain the like <laughs> the mechanics, the cutting room floor edits. Yeah, mechanics of uh, photomancy. Yeah. Now, uh, before we before we end, one of the. Uh, a couple, a couple of nuggets that always look great in pictures are these two Pokemon. Which one is tastier, Brady? Oh boy. We got a bit of Snorlax, and we're gonna make some Big Macs. Gonna take a spinner rack, then we gonna add some flax seeds. The bell sprouted in my belly, etouffee with some togepi, aromatics with my stunky spoink. Rushes with my jelly, peanut butter with my bonsley. 
Mom Junior Pate is my one wish for a ganza walking sandwich. Served hot or tepid, ghastly full of lipids. We're gonna use science to determine which pokes are delicious nutrition dishes that fulfill your gourmet wishes. So sit back, have a drink, the wait will be with you shortly. We gotta snack them all, we gonna get so portly. Jigglypuff, Wigglytuff, Iggly Buffin Tops. Now, this one is totally random. You know, this I didn't have to juke the stats at all just to make sure we didn't get two birds in a row. Okay. And this, these are fucking weird. Okay. So I'm just, just letting you know. Which Pokemon is tastier? Licky Clicky or Baltoy? Licky Clicky? Yes. I did not... I never heard of Licky Clicky. Not Licky Licky. Uh... No, it is Licky Licky. Okay. Thank you. It looks like Licky Clicky to me, but and, it's Licky Licky. I'm sorry. Who's the other one? Baltoy. Okay. So, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so, Licky Licky is, what, the, like an evolved version of Lickitung. Um, and is uh, just kind of, is very similar to Lickitung. It is a big, bulbous, kind of lizardy monster with a giant tongue sticking out. Mm-hmm. And Baltoy is a ground psychic Pokemon who uh, kind of looks like a like an anthropomorphized top, like if you yeah, were just to spin a good. top, uh, and uh, I, you know, like a real fancy one that like uh, I feel like if you, I, I think I think it's specifically supposed to be like a Dreadle Pokemon, yeah, it is or something like that because it evolves into a clay doll, yeah, it is a cl- and. A, it is a clay doll type, and then the oh man, clay doll's creepy. Yeah, clay doll is really scary. Um, this is this is some Gen three stink going on, man. <laughs> I like uh, Beltoy shape wise is kind of like if you were to play uh, an RPG akin to like Secret of Mana or like Illusion of Gaia. This would be like the relic that your dad gave you that you thought was just a toy <laughs> before he was transported into another realm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you find out inside of it is like magic. Um, yeah, you, you 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 know you're you're fighting with your your stalwart companion. And it falls on the ground and breaks open. Yeah, and you cry. You know, and then, but you, then magic. Yeah, there, there's a gem inside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he kind of he kind of acts like Geo Dude Beltoy does, and I, I say he mm-hmm. even though he's genderless or it is genderless. Yeah. Um, but again, it seems like it's made of rocks. Yeah. Or clay, specifically. Or at least clay. Uh, yeah. And I've had clay before uh, in my mouth. Um, it's not great. It doesn't taste good. <laughs> yeah, no. It's I mean, people do eat it. Yeah. Like, sometimes, like, pregnant women will get cravings for it. Yeah, that's weird. My my mom used to like to, when I was a baby and in the womb, uh, my mom used to want to suck on muddy rocks. Like, rocks that would have been in puddles. Yeah. Really? That's what, that's what she craved. Really bizarre. Just like a... Super, super iron weird. deficiency or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, Licky Licky, it really just kind of looks like a real chubby, fatty lizard. Um, and and I think that would probably be pretty tasty to me. Mm-hmm. Not, and once you get over, like, how gross it feels to eat tongue, like, it's not actually that gross. People do. No, tongue's good. Yeah, people like it. Yeah. So, and this guy's mostly tongue. <laughs> you know, we don't yeah. know how much extra tongue there is inside that thing. Yeah, there could be a second tongue inside the tongue. Oh, my God. Or just or just deeper inside his body. Yeah. You know, like how tongues always kind of go back, but how far does it go yeah. back? Yeah, maybe it's like, uh, I mean, and he's also got an upside-down Wi-Fi signal going on, so, like, <laughs> there's that. <laughs> 
until you digest him, you'd get full bars. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the, um, he also, uh, he evolves in an interesting way I'd never heard of before, which is having a licky tongue that levels up while knowing the move rollout. Yeah. Which makes me think he's rolling out his tongue, which makes me think bonus tongue. Bonus tongue, yeah, for sure. Even though it feels like Licky Tongue has a bigger tongue than... than mm. But, you know, I, I'm not going to spend the time looking at the difference in their heights and weights. But, I mean, Yeah, again, proportionally a bigger tongue, he's but th- I think he's smaller. He's 308 pounds. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For only being, so. you know, five feet tall, that's dense. So he, when you say Licky Tongue has a, I'll look at the heights and weights. Yeah. Licky Licky is is more than three hundred pounds. Licky Tongue is only one hundred and forty four pounds. I see. So that this tongue is way bigger. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's... So yeah, Licky Licky it is. Licky Licky moves on. I love it. We have finished the right side of the bracket. Okay, so now we're moving on to round two next time, right? Round two of the tournament. <laughs> so looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Brayden, we learned a lot today. Oh, God, did we ever. Uh, we learned we about really vampires. <laughs> yep. We learned about Portrait Mancy. Yeah. I wonder what David Fincher thinks about this. You know, he doesn't like Aliens 3. Well, Aliens 3 is kind of a rough movie. It is it's a little rough. I think it's it's like not the disaster it's made out to be, but it's not very good. Yeah, it's um, tough. I mean, the Alien and Aliens are so good that yeah, following yeah. those is automatically going to be very difficult. And that's a totally Extremely different movie than Aliens. One hundred percent, but I just—I wonder if he's disavowed this or if he's just like, yeah, create a love video is real good. It can't. You know? I, I mean, it doesn't like to me. It doesn't hold up. Like it was of a time. I feel like, like the the fantasy of having the like sexually promiscuous, like very forward teenage girl mm-hmm. come into your apartment and be like, hey, is mm-hmm. like a thing that's not uh, kosher anymore, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's not kosher. It's also like an immature idea that you get over. Yeah. You know, kinds of you get older. Like, I, I used to, there's a book, um, like a factoid-laden book uh, that I read a lot in uh, junior high and early high school called Why Things Are. Okay. And it was a collection of a newspaper column from somewhere in, like, Florida or something like that. Uh, and the two things are noteworthy about it, other than, like, I just learned a lot of weird factoids from it. Sure. Um, but, like, the, one of the things was I stole it from school. Uh, I just wanted it that badly, and for some reason, like, that wasn't the kind of kid I was, but for some reason, I don't understand, I stole it. Yeah. Uh, two, though, is it had this section on, like, love and romance, and one of the, the questions um, about it was about, like, something about sex, I can't remember, but the, to talk about the sex thing, they said, um, like, everybody thinks that everyone around them is having better sex than they are. Sure. You know, and that everybody... You know, you think you're just in a relationship and it's going normal, and you think every other couple in the world is like running to the bedroom, like ready to get on at all times. Yeah, and they're all having like uh, the sort of uh, dancing to Billy Idol uh, yes. stripper sex that's happening in this video. Yep. And there, there's a line in it, uh, for some reason I'll never forget, which it, it's it was like a, a quote, and it was that like the sexually insatiable woman mostly. Re- uh, uh, resides in the fantasies of young men and the nightmares of old men. Sure, yeah. You know? Or the nightmares, of, you know, or like the fantasies of children and the nightmares of adults. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, I, I think that that's true, right? Like, you think about like, you know, and again, sexual being here, but like at the same time, somebody who's just like, you know, there's a limit. Yeah. You know, to how often, you know, you gotta have it. Like, yeah, that's, and just yeah. like the idea of, and the, that limit is somebody coming to my house, putting on a tape, and then just like fear blowjobbing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
You know, yeah. but it, it is a certain idea of like a twelve-year-old's idea of just like the hottest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know, it makes me think of uh, Zap Brannigan in the episode of Futurama where they go to the uh, planet of the Amazons. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They crush their 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 pelvises into a fine paste. Yeah, he's what is his, his line is like the spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, so we learned. I think we did learn a lot. Yeah. Um, so you may think we've learned everything, but you ain't. Nothing yet, because every episode of King Jetpack ends with a final line, poem about an onion. Brady Cameron, do you have a poem about an onion for me? No, I do. This one's a little bit longer than uh, the one from last episode, but I think you can you can sit through it. Okay, I I, I, I hope so. <laughs> it's only a little bit longer. Yeah. All right. Rain is passion. Rain is hope. Rain is one letter short of meeting Virginia, and one too many to be the first name of the four-time WCW World Television Champion and ten-time tag champion. It's okay, I guess. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I, I picked up those references. I picked up what you're putting down. I figure anytime I can I can make a train reference for you, you'd appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, I very much appreciate any kind of meat virgin. Like, as long as we don't listen to train... <laughs> all of the fun of train without listening to train is what I want. Um, if you like the show, the best thing you can do is support the show on patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. That's right. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, have a party. Have a listening party. Get everybody together. Watch the videos. Uh, make some coleslaw. I don't know. Do whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that sounds really fun. Yeah. To, to, to me, I would, I would do such a thing. Um, you can also rate and review the show. You can tell your friends. You can tell your enemies. Mm-hmm. You can figure out some logic puzzles to figure out who you should tell. <laughs> Tell, uh, tell your D&D group. Yeah. Tell uh, somebody else's D&D group. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And until next time in 2017, we vow to have a better sign-off.